Reduce, reuse, refashion. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of my podcast, Refashion. My name is Indra, and I'm founder of My Conscious Living, a platform on Instagram where I share my knowledge about sustainable lifestyle and, in particular, circular and sustainable fashion. Here, in this podcast, I will invite industry experts to talk about circular and sustainable fashion and what each of us, you and me, can do today to contribute to that. But why are we talking about sustainable fashion? As you might know, fashion is one of the most polluting industries in the world. It accounts for around 10% of global carbon emissions per year, more than international flights and maritime shipping combined. Around 20% of wastewater worldwide comes from fabric dyeing and treatment. Now imagine, these toxic chemicals end up on your body too while you wear such clothes. Every year, half a million ton of plastic microfibers are dumped into the ocean, which is the same as 50 billion plastic bottles. Can you believe that? 50 billion plastic bottles. It stays in the ocean water and consequently gets to the food chain. And yes, it might be that it even appeared on your lunch plate today. Last but not least, I would like to raise your awareness that one garbage truck full of textiles is burned or sent to landfills every second as we speak now. These are just a few facts and you could easily verify these numbers with a quick Google search. There is no doubt, we must do something about it. By throwing away our clothes, oftentimes even brand new ones, we leave them out there on the landfill to biodegrade by themselves. In such way, we also waste textiles and other valuable resources into the land when they could, in fact, still be used, either for wear, recycling, or incineration, to say the least. This model is simply called Take, Make, Dispose, or in other words, Linear Production and Consumption Model. So, if we really thought about these facts and wanted to do something about it, we could start from today. First, we could reduce the amount of clothes we buy, and reuse what we have already. In the meantime, we should rethink our way we make and consume fashion to come up with alternative solutions and innovation. That's why my podcast is called Refashion, to encourage thinking proactively towards solving fashion industry problems. We can see that take-make-dispose model which we just described, is not beneficial and is quite outdated. To counter that, Ellen MacArthur Foundation is promoting the idea of a circular economy, the model that aims at eliminating the concept of waste and closing the loop in our production consumption cycle. They say, what comes from nature should come back to nature. 
this model is already taking up the speed these days and gaining more and more momentum and publicity. I would thus like to take a chance and introduce it to you. Following Ellen MacArthur Foundation definition, circular economy is based on three key principles. Designing out waste and pollution, keeping products and materials in use, and regenerating natural systems. How does it work in practice? As we're speaking about fashion here in this podcast, let me focus on that, referring to it as circular fashion model. I'll walk you through the life cycle, so to say, of a single t-shirt, so that I could put these principles in practice for you. A t-shirt that you wear today, in a typical case, has been once designed by a company, produced somewhere in Southeast Asia, traveled the world to the store or online shop warehouse, and then got sold to you. Eventually, it most likely ends up in a landfill, probably not even fully used. That's a t-shirt life cycle in a nutshell. It has used crude oil and conventional electricity during production process and traveling across the world by trucks powered by fossil fuels, generating enormous amounts of CO2 emission. At the end of its usage, it most likely ends up in the landfill, wasting valuable materials and even labor used to produce and sell the garment. It didn't even get recycled or returned to the system otherwise. Now, if you look at circular fashion model, the company would first think of a t-shirt in its design phase and ask themselves, can we make it from alternative, renewable materials? Can we also make it in a way that it would be worn more times? Can it then safely return to the system through disassembly, recycling, or any other way? This is touching upon the first circular economy principle, designing out waste and pollution. Instead of dealing with the t-shirt after it's no longer used, the company carefully crafts the t-shirt and its lifespan from the very start. Then, the company needs to produce and ship the garment to their retail centers. Here, the company should choose environmentally friendly methods of production and transportation so that it will be powered by renewable energy. The company might also think of the amount of t-shirts they produce and how can they meet the demand better. Could they, instead of mass production, make customized, on-demand products? This way aiming to eliminate pollution and waste as well. Now, the t-shirt is in a retail center, but what could that be? Again, we're opening the horizons here and don't rely on conventional retail options only. Even though you might still be able to purchase your clothes the conventional way, for example, buying it in a retail store, online or secondhand, in a circular economy, you have other options too to help keep products and materials in use. That is the second principle of circular fashion. Most likely, you will rent your clothes or might be able to fix a broken one in a brand store, browse through in-store's secondhand section, 
etc. In any of this case, the brand would provide the garment and retain the ownership of that. At the same time, they would generate revenue from repeated sales of an item and would be interested in making sure that the clothing is durable, is possible to be disassembled, fixed or mended. This way, the t-shirt would circulate within the system for as long as possible and would get utilized completely, most likely by different users, especially if that is a rental service for daily outfits. Once the t-shirt is no longer used, it should be possible to bring it back to the system. If you want it, you should be able to bring it back to the store by using their take-back system or the brand would receive the items through their rental service. Otherwise, there would be textile collection points at your convenience. From there, the t-shirt would go to collection centers which would consequently sort items for resale, recycling or incineration. Today, only 1% of textiles produced are recycled. Recycling, unfortunately, faces a few key issues. It is hard to recycle blended fibers, for example, a sweater made out of cotton and elastan. And even if recycled, the quality of such fibers is reduced and thus it still has to be blended with raw fibers in a new production process. So we need advancements in recycling technologies too. This way we would make sure that products and materials would be kept in use for as long as possible. The likelihood of a garment to reach the landfill would be minimized and eventually would be eliminated. As in circular fashion, there is no such concept of waste. This notion leads us to the third principle, regenerating natural systems. In nature, everything is food for something else. A fallen leaf becomes food for a tree. Same should go for the t-shirt once it's no longer used. Since it is not a biological product, it should come back to the technical side of the system, in which case, advanced recycling could be a good option. If we are thinking of how to enhance natural ecosystem with a t-shirt, we should then reconsider raw materials it is made of in the first place. In such case, it should be possible to make a t-shirt from biological materials and, for example, weave in some nutrients so that the t-shirt, while biodegrading, would release them into the soil and that way would enrich the environment, creating more benefits rather than just trying to not cause damage. But maybe that still sounds a little bit utopian as for now and we need to advance in our technology to reach that point. Overall, a circular fashion model is, as you can see, a true win-win for everyone. The company, consumers, the environment. The company for better utilization of their products and repeated sales. Us, consumers, 
for better selection and alternative ways of purchasing clothes. Environment for environmentally friendly production practices and regenerative materials. The example of a t-shirt that I just gave to you is heavily focused on what companies should do to put circular model in place. Yet, it is a systemic change and the companies cannot do it alone. At the company level, there are multiple actors involved. First of all, the strategic unit of the company, and then their suppliers, producers, and other partners across the world. And they should share common agenda towards circular fashion too. But we also need governments to set the business environment and legislations for that to happen. We as consumers also have to get involved Media should spread awareness. There should be circular design principles taught in design schools and many other actors should participate. So the landscape, as you can hear, is quite complex. Good news is there are already some options that you can choose today to take part in circular fashion. What you can do is to, first of all, reduce unnecessary purchase of clothes. Instead, wear more of what you already have. Swap clothes with your friends. Choose on-demand, tailor-made solutions. Buy and sell your clothes secondhand. Bring unnecessary clothes for recycling instead of throwing them away to the landfill. And there are many more ways. The solutions for renting your daily clothes and accessories are in fact already available from bags to jeans to the whole wardrobe. As we are still in a transition phase towards circular fashion, it is important to buy from companies producing from dead stock or other materials that would otherwise go to waste. In this way, instead of using raw materials to create new items, we help utilize existing materials and eliminate waste. To summarize, I would like to leave you with three key takeaways about circular fashion. First, it's about design out waste and not from waste. We need to keep products and materials in use not just recycle them. And last one, effectiveness is not efficiency. It is important to do more good than just trying to be less bad. I hope this was interesting and inspiring for you. I would like to believe that you learned more about sustainable and circular fashion from this very first episode. If you did, Please share at least one thing you learned from this episode on your Instagram and tag myconsciousliving, spelled myconscious underscore living. In my podcast, I will have industry experts from circular and sustainable fashion companies as my guests to introduce you to different circularity options and alternatives already available today. If you're curious of what's coming up next, Please subscribe to my podcast here to never miss a new episode. 
Share this podcast and this episode with your friends on social media. Follow me on Instagram at myconsciousliving. If you have any feedback, comments, or recommendations, please feel free to reach out to me. I am very excited and I hope you are too. Thank you so, so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. Take care.